Many a times call ourselves diseased. What does it mean? We are diseased. We were eased once. We were at ease. We disturbed our ease. So we are diseased. So what would make you get back that ease? Remove the cause that disturbed your ease. Right? We have light. All of a sudden, if we are in darkness, what should we do? Remove the cause that made the fuse blow. Replace the fuse. You get the light back. So, we, are, we do have the, all the positive qualities. We are peaceful. We are happy by nature. But by our wrong approaches, we lose that peace, we disturb that peace. I won't even say you lose that peace, because the peace will never go away from you. It gets disturbed, that's all. If it is not there, there is nothing to get disturbed. <laughs> right? <laughs> it should be there to get disturbed. So the peace is there, but it is disturbed, like the bowl of water. The water is there, but it is disturbed. That disturbed the water, it's again peaceful. So don't look around and say, who will make me happy? Who will give me peace? He said, look at what made me unhappy? What disturbed my peace? And beware of those things. Stay away from that. It is this warning, caution, that we see in all these practices. Read any scripture, this is what you see. Stay away from things that would disturb your ease and peace. Thou shall not kill, thou shall not lie, thou shall not steal. Why? If you steal somebody's property, your peace is disturbed. Not only his peace, your peace also. If you tell a lie, your conscience is disturbed. If you hurt somebody, you are disturbed. So, stay away from all selfish act, selfish thinking, selfish life. There is no other shortcut to find permanent peace, permanent happiness. The lesser we become selfless, I mean selfish, the better we are. One has to educate one's life constantly to stay away from this selfishness. That should be our constant meditation. It's the advice for the mind. And for the body, stay away from anything that would disturb your body. Many, many things that go into the body disturbs us. 
the solids, the liquids, the gas. And things that would disturb the body are more expensive. A nice fresh air, if you try to decide to take a deep breath, you don't pay anything extra. Hmm? Simply take a deep breath. Get a lot of prana. See, it's simple to be healthy, physically also. It's very cheap and simple to live healthy, very expensive to fall sick. Expensive to buy the poison, expensive to eliminate the poison, and expensive to take care of the effects of that poison. So, to lead a good life, physically and mentally, a peaceful and happy life is very simple, very easy, and that is what is expected by all the scriptures, by all the religions. Purity. Blessed are the pure in heart. They shall see God. Purity. And with that purity you see unity. The pure heart sees everything beautiful. The thoughts. These ideas should be pondered over. Life is for us to experience, enjoy. I don't say that by being pure you become unfit for anything, you can't have any fun in this life. No. In fact, it's only when you have that purity of heart you can enjoy everything in life. Who will really enjoy the life? The one who knows the limit. Don't think that Many people who say, oh, I am enjoying life, are really enjoying. No, they are caught in that. Life is to be happy, to enjoy. Enjoy your wealth, enjoy your power, enjoy your knowledge. But don't get caught in it. And that is what you call enjoyment. When will you enjoy a horse riding? When you have control of the horse, is it not? Huh? When the horse takes control of you, do you enjoy the horse ride? No. <laughs> you, you hang over the neck and you wait for the horse to stop so that you can jump out. It's not enjoying. So, if you know the limitations, if you know what is proper and what is improper, only then you enjoy the life well. You handle things properly. See the beauty of everything. Poison is not poison. If you know how to handle it, it becomes nectar. How many doctors use poison as medicine? It saves life. I always give a, a simple analogy, electricity, an electric outlet. Current is there in the outlet. Is it good or bad? How can you label electricity? Good? Bad? You can't. You can't put a label to that. 
but it becomes good if you use it properly. Plug a lamp, you get light. Plug your fingers, you get shock. So the people who plug their fingers label electricity is dangerous. So you can never put a label on anything as good or bad, they are all neutral. If you know how to handle, everything is beautiful. If you do not know, even the so-called good is bad to you. So educate yourself first. Educate your mind to understand things properly and to handle well. Then you achieve success in every attempt, in every endeavor. Doesn't matter what you do, all would become beautiful. A good service to yourself and to the humanity and to the world at large. But if the mind is greedy, if it's caught with avariciousness, selfish desires, everything is bad. So much talk about ecology, pollution, this and that. Who is the cause for all that? Nature by itself doesn't get into these problems. It's the people behind, the greedy people. So if the human mind is set right, everything will be right in the world. But unfortunately, every mind wants to set right the other mind. That's the problem. Yeah. I look at a small speck on your eye, I forget that big beam in my eye. Didn't the Lord say, you cast the stone if you are clean. We always find fault with others, try to correct others, try to judge others, but never turn within to correct ourselves, to reform ourselves, to judge ourselves, to purify ourselves. That is the purpose behind all the religions, behind the yoga. So, to summarize these things, we would say, what we call, for example, integral yoga, which name you are more familiar here, people come and teach you classes, Hatha Yoga, Raja Yoga classes. What do we call integral yoga? Not only some lessons, some asanas or pranayamas or chanting or reading some philosophy. Make everything into yoga. But you have to begin somewhere. What to make into yoga first, before everything? And that is where we give some practices. In the name of yoga, do some chanting, do some asana, take care of your food, eat the right food, lead a selfless life. Little by little, little by little, these are the components of integral yoga. In simple language, in life try to be selfless, in eating try to be clean, good food, toxin-free food, food that will take care of your body and mind. 
because food takes care of the mind also. Don't think food goes only to the body to develop the muscles and this and that. A wrong food will affect your mind also. So eat the right food and try to eliminate all the rubbish that you might have put in already. It is in the process of elimination you are asked to do some asanas, do some pranayama. In asanas you clean up your system, purge out all the toxins, you reactivate your endocrine glands, you learn to live a better life, you energize your body, all your cells are rejuvenated. You feel younger always. Inexpensive practice. You don't need expensive rackets, expensive balls, expensive courts, ten people to join always. Simple but very useful. So spend some time in this practice, a little asana, a little pranayama, lot of prana, vital energy to go into the system. Prana is life. Breath is life. Don't waste the breath, add more. Don't do anything that would make you lose the breath. Breath is another form for energy. Don't do anything that would take away your energy. Your energy is much more worth than your dollars. Save your energy in every way. Overeating takes away your energy. Overindulge in anything takes away your energy. Many, many people become weaklings. They have nervous problems, mental problems, because they don't preserve energy. They waste a lot of energy. It's a living science. Yoga is a living science. It just tells you how to live healthy, happy, peaceful and useful. So just sit back and think, what is it I am doing with my life? What should I refrain from? What are the things that affect my body and mind? What has already affected? How to eliminate that? Analyze your own self. and do the needful. It's worth, because life is worth living, not just mere existing. People can exist. In our country we have seem to have a big pride, oh, the longevity is there. Everybody lives longer than any other country. We have found longevity. Nobody worries how long did you live. You might have lived sixty, seventy. It's not the question. How did you live? With hundreds of tubes all over lying in a coma you lived? Is that what you call longevity? With false heart, false lungs, all plastic tubes inside? That's not life. Life is to live with all joy. With all the longevity, the entire world knows that, that in America we have more diseases 
more hospitals more insane more asylums more psychological problems i'm sorry to put it that bluntly why we have plenty of money and we misuse it we have plenty of resources we misuse it we don't know how to use it properly we are spoiled at least the new generation should wake up and change the whole trend and it is happening i'm happy to watch that but it should happen more and sooner and even in the name of purifying cleaning the whole world sometimes we don't think of ourselves how many people want to have pollution free air clean air clean water but they don't worry about clean body the people are concerned so much about pollution smoke a lot what does it mean are you not polluting your own system then what right have you to talk about pollution outside then when you are polluting your own lungs he bring all kinds of excuses i want to get high i want instant samadhi shame on your instant samadhi it's an artificial organic samadhi you need not inorganic your vegetables are organic why can't your samadhi be you can grow your samadhi on chemicals so tell your friends whoever uses all these chemicals and joints and this and that even to get high is all nonsense it's just simply excuse if you have a weakness if you have a craving you bring all kinds of samadhi yoga this and that like people who want to eat meat say god wants so chop it in the name of god and you eat it let's not find excuses i have said more than enough but please excuse me in my over enthusiasm i have said anything too strong or criticize anything that you might have loved so much i don't mean to hurt anybody's feeling but fact remains i have to present the fact sometimes you know when you go and operate not always pure blood comes out all sorts of things come out this is sort of operation and it is for that operation you brought me here the society needs an operation and i want my operation to be successful and the patient also to live because <laughs> sometimes the operation is successful the patient collapses <laughs> so it is with that concern with that love that i have for you all i have said these things and i have continued this long because of your attentiveness 
you have inspired me to talk to you this evening. And I thank you for that. And I hope at least a few points might have helped you in some way or other or might have provoked your thinking. So, if this could help you to make your life even a little better, I am rewarded for this evening. I sincerely wish you a perfect life with a healthy body, with peaceful minds and with useful lives. I just want to remind you these three words, be useful at all costs, be peaceful at all costs and be useful. You begin that within your life and then the world will take care of itself. Equip yourself with that and then you can be very useful to people. You can be inspiring others to lead a beautiful life. That's my sincere wish and prayer for this evening. Peace be with you.